Kibro Sabi, it's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington, here at Gentle Fitness Company Studio. Today, it is Wednesday, November... No, it's not Wednesday. Oh, it's Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that. Anyways, yeah, it's a, it's a good day here today. Uh, we're still in day number 7,043 of the quarantine. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. We're, you know, working out the best way we can. Again, getting kind of quite a few clients online now, which is cool. Fun times. We get to show up to a gym to train people that are not in my gym. You know, it is what it is. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so today I wanted to talk about something that is kind of affecting quite a few people that I know, a couple of clients of mine and just uh, friends that have been talking about this, back pain. You know, a lot of people have been working a lot lately, you know, sitting, probably lifting more than they've been because they've been home doing stuff, moving around and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, there's people that tell me, oh, yo, Jeremy, my, my upper back hurts from sitting so much, you know, or like, oh, my lower back hurts. I think I lifted something. And so, yeah, today I want to talk about how you can get some mobility in your lower back because, you know, it's important. Oh, well, not your lower back, your, your whole back, you know, it's important to have mobility in your spine because, you know, the more you can move, the more you can do. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about a couple things that, you know, your, your spine does and uh, something you may not be thinking about when you move. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, <laughs> let's get right into this episode. Episode number 496 of the TR Expert Talks. J-Dub's got your back. Let go! So, you know, I'm, I guess I've been feeling really, really generous lately, you know, kind of giving up my, my good stuff. Yeah, obviously, uh, I started this podcast because I like to talk more about the mindset type stuff because, yeah, I think that's really important. But sometimes it's good to just kind of know about, you know, well, actually let you know. Obviously, you, you should know that I know because I've, I'm a trainer for quite a while. But you know, kind of give you some real practical tips, you know, every once in a while I like to throw those down. And I feel like uh, I was just kind of looking back on the episodes and I just haven't been on that for a while. So... Today we're going to be talking about your back and we're talking about how we can kind of keep your back mobile and keep you strong and healthy so you don't have limitations and dysfunctions in other parts of your system. Because as I've said before, if you have limitations in one part of your system, uh, you're going to definitely feel it down the line. So 
the spine, you know, it's kind of part of your core. So if you have anything going on in there, you're really going to experience some things like maybe in your shoulder, your hips, even in your knees. You know, it's like wild how so many things are connected. I've said this before. You can't imagine your body like a machine. A lot of people say like the body is like a machine, but it's not really like a machine. You know, machines are like kind of individual parts that work on their own, like little cogs and stuff like that. But we do have like the individual parts, like the cells and stuff like that. I guess the internal part of your body, maybe that's like more like a machine. But if we're talking about like what's going on on the outside, like how you actually move, I would say you can kind of compare your body more to let's say a sailboat. And like in a sailboat, you have like these masts and the masts are up and they, you, you pull and you loosen the different parts of the mast to get it, kind of get the boat moving. And that's a similar to you know, those, those ropes that you pull are similar to like your ligaments and tendons and, you know, the, the actual mass or your muscles. So, uh, well, you know, I guess, well, we could break it down even more. We're not going to go into <laughs> the metaphor. is not important. You get what I'm saying, though. It's not exactly like a machine. A lot of people think of your body moving as individual parts. See, that's why you have a lot of people that when they do their workouts, they do like individual arms and like they do like you know biceps and triceps and backs and shoulders because they don't. And maybe they do, but a lot of people just don't understand that everything is kind of connected. And you, if you overwork one thing in this uh, along the chain in a system uh, then you're going to have some imbalances and you're not going to have improper movement and you know for all intents and purposes your boat is not going to sail properly uh, so uh, in in respect to your or with respect to your spine and talk about a few things, just kind of uh, give you the overlay here. So, you know, your spine is in, in a few different segments. You know, you have your uh, cervical spine, that's in your neck and a little bit above your shoulders. Uh, you have your, uh, th- your, uh, thoracic spine and that is like in your between your shoulder blades and down into your mid back and then you have your uh lumbar spine and that's kind of like uh like you know your lower back and then you have the very lowest part and that is your uh what do you call that sci that's kind of like the s joint that is like right above your tailbone that's like the the really low parts you know so uh yeah, you have these different parts of your body, and the thing is, or these different parts of your spine, to be more specific, uh, and those things are all obviously built to do different things, you know, uh, but a lot of times, if you have imbalances, and if you have dysfunctions in the system, you might overcompensate. Uh, a lot of times, that actually, believe it or not, is caused by improper breathing. Uh, that's why a lot of, with a lot of my clients, the first thing I try to teach them is how to breathe properly. Because a lot of people are actually breathing maybe too much from their diaphragm or breathing too much in their chest. And believe it or not, if you breathe, if you're breathing in a different, in a uh, dysfunctional manner, meaning too much from your diaphragm or too much from your chest, or excuse me, yeah, too much from your chest. Well, then you're going to have imbalances in how you actually balance your body. Because you think about this, like if you really visualize your body breathing, it's like too balloons in your in your body right but to inflate those balloons what's going on is like it's not necessarily that you're sucking in oxygen right it feels like you're sucking in oxygen but what you're really doing is you're creating pressure within your body that you can allow the atmospheric pressure to come into your uh, to fill up your lungs and fill up with oxygen so it's not really like you're pulling the air in I mean, that is what you're doing, but all, in all actuality, what's happening when you're breathing is that you're expanding your lungs and creating, the, creating space so that the, uh, the, the, the air pressure around you is going to push 
the air into your lungs. It's not necessarily that you're pulling the air into your lungs. What you're doing is you're expanding your lung capacity. And what happens when you expand your lung capacity and you have uh, increased volume, capa- uh, increased capacity for volume of oxygen, that oxygen is going to go in there. You know, I mean, it's simple physics. But anyways, so what what I'm saying here is that uh, what I'm getting at here with that long long explanation is that your body has to balance that out. You know, you go you go from uh, just having flaccid lungs, so to speak, uh, to filled lungs, your body has to balance that. You know, you have to balance with your core, and because you're balancing with your core, you have to like you have the you have to have uh, your your hips and your neck. Everything has to adjust for every breath. You don't realize it because your body does it automatically, but your body has to adjust for each breath. So that being said, if your body's adjusting for each breath. Think about how many uh, instances that your body can go out of whack throughout the day if you're not breathing in a functional manner, if you're breathing too much from your diaphragm or too, too much from your chest. Every breath can uh, essentially put you out of whack. And eventually, you know, you go one day and your body's okay. The next day, you know, your body's all... That's why a lot of chiropractors have you come in all the time. Nothing against chiropractors. Chiropractors are great, but that is what happens is that if you don't actually fix the the symptom, if you don't fix how you're breathing, you don't fix your actual structure, uh, all they're doing is putting your structure back into where it should be, but with every breath you take, you're putting it, you're taking it back out. Uh, So it's important to understand that 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 fundamental process, you're breathing. If you're not breathing from, you know, like one thing, you know, like, you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, Jerry, how do I know if I'm not breathing properly, right? Well, one thing you have to un- understand is that a lot of people have this one thing wrong. Everybody thinks, and that this is why you see a lot of fit pros. I don't know if they understand why they're doing it, but the reason why uh, a lot of pe- fit, fit pros nowadays, you're posting like these pictures of them not flexed is because that's technically how you should be looking when you're not in front of a camera, <laughs> because if you're actually, if you have flexed abs when you're inhaling, well, you're having an issue because you're in, you're not completely getting a full breath if your abs are flexed, right? The, the, point, when, the, the point here is to try to create as much capacity as possible. But if you are flexing your abs, well, then you're only breathing through your chest. You're, only, you're, you're incapacitating yourself to a way, in a sense, that you are not actually breathing through your whole body, through the whole system. You're only using part of the system. Conversely, if your shoulders are slumped and you're, all, and you're trying to breathe only through your, uh, your, your uh, stomach, right? Like your chest doesn't, doesn't expand when you breathe, when you inhale, well, then you're only breathing through your belly and you ha- you're going to have some issues with your upper spine. So a lot of people that breathe in their chest, uh, they have issues with their lower, lower spine. And a lot of people have that, you know, uh, breathe through their belly, have issues with their upper spine. You know, it's kind of the kind of contrast. Whatever is not really working is going to be the issue. So, I mean, that's just the fun. <laughs> that's kind of the fundamental process 
with the breathing. You know, it's just interesting how like breathing, this fundamental process, this thing that we don't really think about can have so much of an effect on our lives. And I could pretty much end the episode there, to be honest with you, because I think that's a, a lot of information just on your breathing. Uh, but just one thing that you want to do, just one like kind of t- one tip that you want to do is Obviously, try to focus on when you breathe. Try to breathe not only through your belly, but also through your chest. Try to expand your whole, whole torso, meaning that you're going to bring your, you breathe your sides out. You know, try to get your rib cage out to the side as well as front and back. And breathe really from the top of your head to your, well, to your taint. <laughs> really, that's where you should be thinking. Uh, like breathing from pretty much the top of your head all the way into the very bottom of your torso. You know, that's exactly where you want to feel your breath. If you are breathing effectively, you should be able to feel that breath throughout your whole torso. So that's something that you can practice. Another thing that we're going to talk about real quick here, because I don't want to make this too long of an episode, is spinal mobility. You know, as I said before, your thorac- you have your, your cervical, your thoracic, your, uh, your lumbar, and your... Ah, man, what is that? That's one. I always forget. Uh, Sciatic, excuse me. (laughs) I always forget that last one. Uh, But yeah, you have those parts of your spine. You want to be moving all those. One really simple thing you can do is literally just twist. You know, just twist. Look as far as you can around one direction behind you. Look as far as you can around behind you the other direction. Try to do that a few times. You know, the thing is that when you move your spine, you... You create like a pump, like the way the spine moves. It kind of, it's kind of like a pump. It, it pumps up every time you move. You pump synovial fluid. That's like this. That's the, that's like the fluid that's between your. That's in your joints. You, that's if it flows up through your spine when you move. And the more you can move your spine, the more that synovial fluid that will move through your your uh, your vertebral vertebra, vertebral column. <laughs> Try saying that ten times fast. Your vertebral column and your vertebral column, all we know, as we know, is your backbone. So if you want, if you want to not have your your spinal joints, you know, your backbone grinding bone on bone, so to speak. That's not really a thing, but you know, just for all intents and purposes, we'll say that it's bone on bone. It's 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 more complicated, and I don't want to get into it. But if you don't want to have your spine going bone on bone, if you actually want to have your 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 because there's like a to kind of give you a, a brief description of the anatomy of, of of the spine you have you have your your backbone right i mean uh you have your backbone you all know what the backbone looks like pretty much you've all seen the 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 those skeletons or whatnot that's the backbone and inside the backbone you have uh the spinal column and that's you know the thing that's the the, the big neurons that pretty much move your body you know so you want to protect that uh and and if you don't protect that, you know, if you uh, let, if you just let your back just kind of not move at all, well, then the joints have to compensate, and eventually you get like compression, and then you start getting the butt, those backbone poking into your spinal cord, and that spinal cord is going to obviously be affected by that. You're you're going to have limited movement, you're going to have pain, and that's why you have pain a lot of times is because either uh, you have a, a disc that's bulging, you know, you've heard of bulging disc where your uh, the disc po- slides out because you don't have enough stability, or you have a disc that is hurt. Uh, herniated, uh, which is, you know, it might be in. Yeah. So anyways, or actually herniated also could mean out. But anyways, you get what I'm saying that you have a, uh, let's say a misaligned disc would probably be a better way to say that. Uh, so 
If you don't want to have that happen, you want to constantly try to keep your spine as mobile as possible. And as I said, the more you move your spine, the more it pumps up that synovial fluid. And that synovial fluid, which I did not mention, uh, is goes in between the joints. You know, there's like a little cushion in between each joint. So, and that cushion works as a little as a pump. So, if you can move your spine, it actually fills that cushion up to where it helps you each one of those vertebrae in your backbone move more efficiently so you know if your back hurts obviously try not to push it to where you know you feel pain because as we talked about this before your body your mind senses pain and if you sense pain in a certain range of motion your brain is automatically going to say that it's not a good thing and it's going to always limit your range of motion so you want to kind of ease your way into that whatever your range of motion is you know you don't want to try to overexert yourself you don't want to go for those cracks as people go for you just want to feel like your body is moving through ranges of motion and gets more and more comfortable it's kind of a patience game a little bit when it comes to mobility but you want to just kind of get your body moving a little just a little bit so where you feel like you're getting a little bit of a stretch but nothing that's too uncomfortable that's you know going to tell your brain that that's not a safe place to be so yeah that's what i got for you you know i think that's a pretty i think this episode should suffice in terms of at least a little intro into uh back mo- spinal spinal mobility and you know keeping you uh safe and healthy because you know obviously you're probably going to be sitting a lot you know, coming up in thanksgiving and be stuffing yourself full of turkey you can be sitting in the, in the couch and sitting on the chair watching football and stuff like that so just a reminder you want to get up move around kind of get some twisting going in your spine obviously not too much like i said you don't want to hurt yourself but you know just get some keep yourself mobile as you're on uh, the vacation as i said i'm probably gonna be off for a little bit on vacation we'll see how it goes down you know it's 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 kind of crazy right now with the pandemic <laughs> it's hard to guess what is going to happen but you know right now we're looking like we're just going to try to be safe and uh hang out i'm just going to hang out with my mom and we'll see how that goes down but we'll try to be as safe as we can you know obviously uh we've got to keep our distance and stuff like that but uh, we can also do, we we, are, we can also go outside because we're going to be in georgia so that'll be nice <laughs> hanging out in georgia is uh not a bad deal when the weather is not so good <laughs> so anyways I will check you later, Broham. I really do appreciate you listening. Tune in tomorrow uh, for another stupendous episode. Wonderful episode because it'll be Wednesday. (laughs) All right, so whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're having a good one. And as always, keep good company.